Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. So it's Friday, Mr. Twyford, yeah. and it's the last Friday of February. Can you believe how fast that month has gone in? Then it's supposed crazy. to be the shortest month of the year, isn't it? Wow. But did you know today was there's a couple of interesting facts about today? It's Levi Strauss Day. Woo, my favorite jeans. Well, they were my favorite jeans back in the mm. 80s and 90s. I wanted to be the yeah. model, you know. I just thought you were like her all the time, being on the bike. Anyway. No, no, um, no, not all the time. A bit of no. latex now and then, Hamer. Too much information. Um, <laughs> something that will sit very well, I think, with you is pistachio day, because I think you are a wee bit nuts. Yeah, I like pistachios. Have you ever had pistachios in a cake? You can, they, they make a lovely... No. No, make a lovely topping. No. no, no oh, okay. Okay. It's food for thought. Yeah. And uh, another point that I thought this really stood out for me was uh, fairy tale day. Well, uh, somebody is away with the fairies. Yeah. What's your favourite fairy tale, Humor? I liked Hansel and Gretel. Did you? Because of the, eating the kind of the cake and all that, is it? Just to get your yeah, cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd never be hungry, you know. And uh, and then in my head, after a certain point in the show, uh, for Pete's sake, day. Yeah. And that's what you basically say um, every time that this day is also known for, which is the social media joke of the episode day. So you're always saying, for Pete's sake, after you hear my laces. I'm saying a lot more, but anyway, we, <laughs> we won't give away. It's a family-friendly show. <laughs> Isn't that right, Ever? <laughs> I thought it was business-friendly, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so go on. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you like this. This is a is a joke about communication. You know, considering that our guest is a, is an expert in this area, I thought I'd create this joke. So, um, so Emer, I'm developing mm. some flashcards to improve communication and understanding with my dog. Not much to speak of as of yet. I just have a handful of rough sketches. Oh, God, that was rough. <laughs> I could just figure out, oh, you know, what a, there had to be a catch there. But anyway, all I have to say is if you find today a social media joke, anyway, engaging, I would look more of them. That's really up to you. Um, yeah, you are in luck or not in luck. Um, you can catch the rest of Philip's previous social media jokes and indeed our other shows on the Let's Get Social podcast, where I'm thinking, is it called the Let's Tell a Really Bad Joke podcast? Um, They're all great episodes. You think? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify and the Dublin South FM website. So do go check us out. So, Philip, we are not alone. We're not. We have a special guest. Lay it down, Emer. Tell the audience. I will, I will. So today we are delighted to have with us Rich Perry, who is a communication strategist. I think he needs, or you need his help, um, helping entrepreneurs build their brand, their customers will trust. And with his help, his clients learn to nurture long-lasting, profitable relationships, which is key, wouldn't Abs you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the ways Rich achieves this is by helping his clients craft their message and empowers them to deliver it by teaching practical tactics, which I think are really, really important, and strategies that can be applied in real life situations and across all digital channels. 
Absolutely. And if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur and you have an important message to share, well, hire Rich when you want to design an optimized and powerful communication strategy to reach your audience, build your brand authority, and turn casual visitors into lifelong customers. And he's also the co-author of the international number one best-selling book, Bankroll Your Mind, and a master coach of NLP. And he's also the host of the 10-Minute Mentor with Rich Perry podcast and Built on Trust live web show. So without further ado, and hopefully uh, my joke wasn't too barking mad for you, Rich. Welcome to Let's Get Social. Hey, Philip. Hey, Emer. How are we doing today? Thank you so much for inviting me to your show. Thank You're you. most welcome. Did you like that show, Rich? I, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. <laughs> did it speak to you? Did it speak to you? <laughs> it did. It, def- it definitely did. I, I believe I believe I inside you were howling, Rich. You were probably just howling to the moon there, probably with that, that joke. It was that bad. But hey, what could we do? You know, maybe I... I maybe, he's, maybe, maybe he's actually... Maybe he's lost for words. I wouldn't blame him. I think I was pretty lost myself when I was doing that joke, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> so, but, um, uh, but Rich, listen, you know, there are, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. And there are a few things we wanted to chat with you today. Um, like obviously 2021, uh, we feel we're going to see more and more businesses embrace the power of audio through mediums like a podcast. And from a communication strategy point, you know, we see that many businesses don't leverage the power of becoming a guest on a podcast to showcase their brand and message. So I suppose leading off, you know, Rich, how would you normally advise a business that is maybe listening to us today? And I suppose they want to maybe start researching potential podcast shows with which to approach to become a guest. How, how would you go about kind of that whole kind of scenario? Certainly. Great, great question. And, and for the listeners that maybe they're new, like you're saying, Philip, to getting in podcasts, um, as a guest, you know, uh, a lot of, uh, people think, Oh, you know, to get publicity, I need to be on TV or I need to be on the radio, Hmm. but podcasting right now, did you know that there are over 850,000 podcasts worldwide amassing more than like 33 million episodes imagine that i mean whatever niche you have whatever industry you're in guaranteed there are tons of podcasts that cater to your audience so for your listeners right now all you really need to do is just you're gonna have to do a little bit of research but guaranteed you're going to find more than enough podcasts, more than enough web shows to guest appear on, to share your message, to communicate with new audiences, to build relationships with people that already know who you are, to build that uh, brand authority and credibility. There are tons, tons, tons of uh, podcasts. I mean, uh, you both mentioned before that your show alone can be found on Apple Podcasts and Podbean, and you mentioned a couple of other platforms. So for the listeners out there, go and research these uh, platforms, these listening platforms, and find shows that cater to your audience. You're going to find them out there. Yeah, I mean, that's really good advice because a lot of people go, oh, I wouldn't know where to start, you know? I mean, um, so you go on and you say, go on to iTunes, just get a list of shows, and you think, right, they feel 
for me, they would be the perfect fit for my, you know, based on the audience, as you say, um, and the type of business you're on. How do you, how do you then say to somebody, you know, how do they go about creating a pitch to get themselves on it um, and showcase their business on that show? Awesome. So the first thing, like we talked about, you're going to want to do some research because there are so many different podcasts mm-hmm. out there. Um, you definitely want to get in a podcast that caters to your audience. Once you've found that, mm-hmm. once you've located that specific podcast, then you're going to want to do a little bit more research on the show. Um, you want to listen to the show. Imagine that. You want to listen to the show and find out, you know, <laughs> how, what's that interviewer all about? What kind of flow does that person have? What kind of questions does that person usually ask? Um, does, does, does the show itself have any differences? Okay. Um, prime example, your show is a more of an interview style format, whereas my show is done within 10 minutes and it's not an interview style podcast. So you want to kind of know these things or what's the format like once you have determined, Hey, this is a great show. I want to be on that show. You've listened to a couple episodes. Then you want to send that pitch. Um, Would you like me to give some tips on creating a, a good pitch for you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, yeah, I think that'd be really helpful. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to find out who exactly you're pitching, whether it's going to be the the host themselves or maybe it's a producer. Um, in your opening paragraph, okay, this doesn't need to be a long pitch, okay, but it does need to have some body to it. In that opening paragraph, you want to build a relationship with that person. You want to let them know that you're a fan of their work. There's nothing worse than cold mm-hmm. pitching a podcaster and then admitting later on that you've never even heard that person's show. Okay, so mm-hmm. maybe extend some um, compliments to that person, let, letting them know that you are a fan of their work. Uh, in the next paragraph, you want to convey that you're an expert in that field, okay? Maybe you want to list some of your credibility, some of the, your accomplishments, some of your accolades, okay? Um, and then in the, in, the, in the next paragraph, in the third paragraph, you want to convey how you can add value to that audience because at the end of the day, it's all about the audience. What are they getting out of it? Why does this host want to have you as a guest? Well, in that third paragraph, you want to convey that these are the things that I can teach your audience. These are the things I can help your audience with. If they're experiencing this pain, these issues, these problems, here's how I can address them. Here's how I can help solve them. And then after that, you just want to give a simple call to action. You know, I'd welcome... A conversation about how I can deliver value to your audience. Please reach back to me. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Easy as that. Yeah, and I suppose. Well, you've definitely brought value. You definitely brought value there with those with those tips. You know. Yeah. No. no absolutely. Like I think, I think there's so much common sense there, Rich, that can even be utilized uh, right across all the social media channels about, say, the mm. whole re- relationship driven approach you know as you said do the research find out who are the people that are promoting or hosting the show who's the who's Mm. the um 
interviewer trying are they are they on twitter are they on linkedin maybe reach out try and connect show you have an interest that you become a fan maybe share some of their content in a genuine way and then make a genuine i suppose request to say how you could bring value you know because obviously interviewers want people that are going to bring value for their audience to come onto the show and also mm-hmm. have a good fit so um and I suppose this is a very interesting topic because I think certainly there's a lot of businesses who get sucked into that. The only way they can actually look at audio is that they have to create the podcast themselves as opposed to, well, be strategic and could be potentially be a guest and use someone else's um, influence to enhance our profile. So I think this is a very interesting uh, way to look at it that mm. you know approach it from the point of being a guest as opposed to we better go off and create the podcast as such um like i suppose rich in your experience like do you see many businesses kind of kind of being cognizant of that as in going down the view of we, we better maybe look first to trying to be a guest as opposed to we better just create a podcast uh, just just as a, as a curiosity yeah i mean i I think a lot of people, especially newer business owners, especially newer entrepreneurs, maybe like we're talking newer coaches and speakers and things like that, they're, a lot of times they're just unsure that podcasting is as big as it is and that there are so many different opportunities out there. So I would just encourage your, your audience, your listeners right now to, to go out there and find those podcasts. They're out there. They're definitely out there. And they want to hear from you. They want to get great guests on the show. But, you know, as we said a moment ago, you want to make sure that you're conveying that you can bring value to that podcast and to the listeners. Yeah, there's nothing worse than having maybe someone on um, a show and they don't, as you say, Philip, fit. It's not a good strategy. It's not good for them. And it's not good for the audience. So you do need to have every all those elements married in well. Um, I was going to say to you, Rich, now, um, you know, so you're it's great. You've got onto a show and you're all ready to go. You're mic'd up. You could be on Zoom like ourselves or in, in the studio. What tips would you give maybe to help maybe that nervous business owner who knows their stuff? You know, he or she is a really credible expert, but they just need that kind of little bit of direction in how to get that across through the podcast, you know, interview. Yeah. So the great question, the, the, the first tip that I would want to give is make sure you show up a little bit early, uh, show up a little bit early, be prepared. Um, like prime example before Philip, you press the record button because we're doing this on zoom. I was having a miking issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to switch microphones. So first tip is to show up early, uh, make sure you have good lighting, make sure all, all your mics are, are ready to go, make sure everything is, is in good working order. And then after that, again, be prepared. You want to ask the podcaster ahead of time, are there questions that I need to prepare for? A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know this, but you can actually speak with the podcaster ahead of time and either one, get the questions, or two, prepare the questions and give them to the podcaster. Because at the end of the day, the podcaster just wants to create a premium product for the listener. 
And a lot of podcasters are okay with having the questions pre-prepared so mm-hmm. that the guest gives great answers so that both people, um, you know, interviewer and interviewee know exactly what's going to happen next to give the best quality interview, the best quality recording uh, Mm -hmm. for the listener to really give that value. Another tip I want to, oh, did you want to say something? I was going to say, um, you know, uh, sometimes it can take away the nerves a little bit if you had questions in front of you or you say sent the questions in and say, look, this is kind of angle that I like to go with, if that's okay. That way, you know, it's kind of, it might take away the kind of, um, kind of anticipation of, oh God, what are they going to ask next? You know, that way? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think a lot of newer entrepreneurs, a lot of uh, newer business owners, people that haven't guest appeared on podcasts mm. aren't aware of that. It doesn't have to be a surprise, folks. Like you can know exactly what question is coming next so that you can have everything prepared. And, and like you said, Emer, you won't have that anxiety. It doesn't need to be a surprise. Um, both interviewer and interviewee are working together. At the end of the day, it's all about providing value to that listener. So it can be pre-planned. Yeah, which is great. Um, because also there could be something you maybe go to ask someone and then they're not happy you ask them, at, you know, or... Yeah, uh, you know? yeah I'd agree. Yeah, like, like that would be very much myself and Ema's approach, kind of like we linked in with yourself, Rich, uh, a few weeks prior to this, and you gave us some of your key mm-hmm. areas of expertise, uh, which we could chat about. And we always kind of feel like, yeah, you'll have some guests who say, listen, I'm happy for you to ask me anything, and that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. But I always kind of feel from a, from a guest perspective, don't be afraid to say to an interviewer, listen, here's some topics or questions that... I'd be happy to talk about, et cetera, so that your preparation before that interview is is a is a hundred percent and it ensures that the best content, as you said, Rich, goes out on that medium that makes the show look and sound great, presents the podcaster mm-hmm. in the best light with their audience, and presents the guest in the best light as being the uh, the expert. Um like I suppose another kind of key thing, and this times can be the downfall for a lot of, I suppose, businesses when they appear on a podcast or even if it's on a radio show or whatever it might be, is the the marketing and the promoting of your appearance um, on on those shows. Like, what tips and approach would you normally advise a business to do in order to promote their show appearance before they appear? Great question. And this is very, very important. Um, If the radio show or the podcast is a live recording, then you certainly want to promote to all your friends, all your your, uh, fans, your Mm. audience, hey, I'm going to be on so-and-so's show live at 10 a.m. or 1 p.m. or whatever it is. Tune in and get your questions asked or tune in and join the conversation. Mm. Now, if it's pre-recorded, and it's going to be released on a later date, that's just as good. You want to find out what day is this airing? What day should I tell my people to tune in? And then you want to promote it. The podcaster or the radio show, they're going to promote it on their end. But you as the business owner, you as the entrepreneur, you Mm -hmm. as the guest also need to do your part 
to promote it, to market it, to share it around social media, mm -hmm. to tell your friends and family, to tell your uh, clients and customers, to tell the people that follow you on social media, to tell the people on your email list, hey, make sure you tune in, make sure you check out this, um, this interview uh, and, and build the hype around it. Do your part to build the hype and then a couple of days later, do the same thing. Hey, if you missed it, go back and check it out. Catch the yeah. replay. Yeah. Um, and then that's just as important yeah. because, hey, you might have a lot of friends and followers. You might have a lot of people in your audience and they may have missed that blast that you put out. So mm. a couple of days later or later yeah. on that day, whenever it is, go back and let them know, hey, you missed it. Mm -hmm. Catch the replay. It's just as good the second time around, you know? Oh yeah, and then like they can listen if it's the like the, the recorded version on on the podcast. It means that they can go back in at their leisure and listen to it, yep. um, or even scroll back and get that golden nugget of a tip that uh, they would have maybe missed if they were distracted, maybe off doing something else and didn't really get to sit down and listen to it properly. You know, and even get um, my my joke. I was going to. Like like Rich, feel free to scroll back, uh, scroll back to any of our previous episodes, Rich, and feel free to use any of those jokes for any of your future client presentations. I mean I, that. I, I absolutely will. And <laughs> <You're in the laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> you might ruin his brand image. But anyway, talking talking of brand, uh, key brand messages, as they say, because I mean, you are a communications uh, specialist, strategist. Um, that's why I'm saying don't don't go back and listen to his jokes. Um, one of your key key messages is that you help. Um, a business owner build a brand, build their brand that their customers will trust. Rich, um, what tips can you share around how business owners can do this? So the first thing is to take time to share your message. And when you think of someone who's on TV, whether it's your local newscaster, whether it's mm -hmm. Oprah, um, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, these people, these faces that we see on TV or on radio, we hear the, the, these mm -hmm. voices on the radio all the time. We've come to trust them because these are the people that we turn to for finding out local news, to find out what's going on in your community, to find out what's going mm -hmm. on in government, uh, to find out what's going on, um, you know, in local happenings. All right or even national mm -hmm. happenings. You can be that authority figure in your industry with your niche audience. They're going to turn to you mm -hmm. for advice. They're gonna to turn to you for tips and strategies. The way that you do that is by sharing good information, by sharing valuable insights, by sharing tips and tactics mm -hmm. and helping them to overcome those nagging issues okay um you you could do that by being a guest on great podcasts just like this you can do it by making a weekly video hey folks today's uh you know the weekly tip and i'm going to help you to do this um constantly putting yourself out there to share good advice good tips that's going to build your credibility that's going to build that trust with the audience because they know that you're coming from a place of integrity they know that you're coming from a genuine interest of wanting to help them 
So just by being yourself mm-hmm. and sharing good information that they can rely on, that's a great way to build trust. Yeah, very much. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, yeah. like it's like getting getting like you know um, latest tip of the week, or um, you know, uh, have you come across this issue? Here's a way that will uh, get you over that hurdle. You know, um, sharing things like that. Um, again. Uh, I'm going back to the fact that I don't think uh, Philip's social media jokes will help anyone, but um, God loves a Twyford is all I can say, you know? Absolutely. Well, like I think, (laughs) I I think uh, if anyone gets any sort of help or they have a chuckle from any of those jokes, you know, I've helped someone. Oh, you brighten their day. I've brightened brightened their their day. day. Um, Every Friday. (laughs) Every Friday. Yes, absolutely. Um, But no, I think you're, I think you're right, Rich. Like, I think we've gone through a huge circle when it comes to social media how trust is still a key thing like um mm. like certainly and i welcome your view on this rich like the power of say testimonials um referrals reviews mm. uh, a business instead of hiding behind their logo you know it's it's the md or it's members of the staff are there out front and center saying listen we are the people behind the business and the brand mm. that really kind of i think helps build that trust. Would that be a fair point? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, you bring up a, a really good point, and I'm, and I'm glad that you said this because I forgot to mention it a moment ago, so I'll mention it right now. Folks, make sure that you're doing your part to be your brand, okay? We all have uh, the company name or we all have a great logo that we're proud of. But make sure people see your face when they go to your social media page rather than the logo. Definitely want to have the logo associated with the brand, um, but make sure you have Mm. your smiling face right there on the profile image. Um, And that's why it's a great uh, thing to let your voice be heard on podcasts, to let your face be seen on videos, whether you're shooting it yourself or you're getting interviewed. That right there people are going to associate, oh, that's, you know, that's Rich Perry. Okay. I, yeah. I've seen this guy before. Okay. Mm. Let me, let me listen to what he has to say. Mm. Oh, he helped me with that tip. Uh, and then, you know, people share it and they, they associate your face, your, your voice with getting help and building that value. Um, so you definitely want to mm-hmm. put yourself as an individual, as a person, as a genuine a helper, a servant of the people. Mm -hmm. You want to put yourself out there so that they can see you. Don't, like you said, don't hide behind the doors. Don't hide behind the company name. Don't hide behind the graphic image, the branded logo. Put yourself out there and Mm -hmm. let your voice be heard. Let your face be seen. I used to hide behind little caricature, a bit moji. Oh, you're going to events and they'll think it's her, not you, appearing. And I was there going... Oh, I'll have to go get a photograph, a good headshot, somebody with really, really soft focus. I did. I was happy. Um, but again, it is, you're so right, like, you know, um, letting people know a bit more about you and the kind of person you are, because people buy from people. They get to know, like, and trust. Yes, yeah, very true. Uh, like, I think this kind of leads nicely into, I suppose, this sort of the, the segue in our conversation, Rich, because I suppose... There is this always this kind of, uh, and I'm sure you've heard this a lot as well, is I, I want to become the authority in my space. How to become seen as the authority? And sometimes it's just doing the simple things right consistently by exactly as you're saying, 
sharing valuable content that's really going to answer the pain points of your audience through relationship communication, you know, engaging on social, thanking your audience when they share or they comment, and mm-hmm. trying to put the human element on your your business and your brand so that people then can feel that they're actually they're dealing with a person or a group of people who have their worries and fears on top of their list not just some sort of a, I suppose unseen brand or logo I suppose that'd be a fair thing to say yeah absolutely absolutely yeah um I was gonna say um was there any kind of mistakes which you have seen or heard of maybe from other business owners that you know that maybe have tried to go on a, on a podcast. Is there any any scary stories that you could share with us? <laughs> um, a lot of what I've taught people over the years about, you know, the, the tips that I've given have been mm. things that I've experienced firsthand. You know, I stress to people, show up on time because I can't mm. tell you how many times I've run a podcast um, a, a previous podcast now, not the uh, Rich Perry, the 10 Minute Mentor one, but a previous one mm-hmm. where people just showed up late, um, no shows, you know, they, they didn't even bother to call in that day, even though they were getting, getting interviewed. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I, when, I, when I talk about the importance of building value in your pitch and showing why you would be a valuable asset and how you can really serve mm. that audience... Um, it's mm-hmm. because I've been, I've received pitches and I'm sure you both have too, where, you know, maybe this person was a great industry expert and they send me the resume and it's two pages long of achievements and awards and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the person never once listened to my show and they have no clue who I am. Well, why do I want you on my show then? If you don't even know who I am mm-hmm. and, and what, mm-hmm. what, uh, you know, what I'm about and what the show's about. Um, when I, when I talk about being prepared, it's, um, you know, a matter of asking the, oh, I I can think of at least one instance. And with my show, 10 minute mentor, it's, you need to be prepared because it's, it's rapid fire. We're doing the whole show in less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I send out the entire flow and format. And I let my guests know, Hey, you have uh, 30 seconds for this, you have two minutes for this, and this is the structure that it needs to follow. And I've had mm-hmm. people that never checked that email and didn't see <gasps> why I send no. you mm-hmm. that flow and format. And I've said, Hey, you know, didn't you realize that this show is called 10 minute mentor? Um, so we mm-hmm. need to be properly prepared. So when I give these tips, it's, it's a lot of things that I've experienced firsthand and said, Hey, I don't want to deal with this issue Mm. anymore so let me educate and build awareness around why these things are important Mm. um so maybe i don't have you know one horrible story but a a lot of annoyances that i'm sure you've both uh experienced as well and i think we need to educate people about you know proper recording and proper guesting you might say yeah and the only thing i ever have a problem with and i always get a bit kind of oh i hope it'll all be okay today is when the wi-fi goes down but um, I hope I have to say a couple of times it has, and you just have to get over that, and then 
maybe come back and, and redo it. Um, but these things are out of your hands. And yeah, can't control the uncontrollable. So. Exactly, exactly. A bit like kids and, and somebody's social media jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, moving on swiftly, um, you know, uh, Rich, you're not just talking about being on video and on podcasts, you're talking about it, the written um, medium, as in writing blogs. Um, you wrote, make this pandemic your reason to publish your first video. Um, can you talk to us uh, and let us know why uh, you see the video um, in 2021 is such an important medium um, as well for businesses? Absolutely. And I mean, <laughs> when when we were all quarantined and some people still are quarantined right now yeah. or, um, you know, just a very strict uh, lockdown or social distancing the only thing we had to do was sit in our houses and listen to podcasts or watch videos on social media. Um, people were in need of social connection. We were in need of connecting with the outside world because we could no longer go to restaurants. We could no longer go shopping or go to the library or mm. go out and about uh, mm. And, and see people and, and hug people and, and get that social interaction. So everyone mm -hmm. was searching social media. That's a great reason, a great indicator why entrepreneurs and business owners need to be on social media. They need to be making these videos or being a guest, you know, on podcasts and things like that to put yourself out there and connect with your audience. Too. Yeah. Because uh, it's a great opportunity for people to see the behind the scenes, for them to get to know who you are, not just as a business, but as an individual and the things that you do and, you know, talking about your purpose and your passions and how you want to help your customers and your clients achieve mm. these great things, these successes. Um, and we all have a phone. We all have the capability. You don't need to hire a big studio or hire a big uh, video agency, all you need to do is press that record button, go onto your social media platform of choice, record mm -hmm. a quick little video and reach out and connect with your audience and share some tips and, and share yourself. Yeah, because we're more and more on social media and especially any businesses that are maybe still closed at this time, um, uh, we're still in lockdown, um, with, you know, keep visible, you know? Yeah. Would you say that's a strategy, Philip? Yeah, very much so. I think as well. I think the power of video, what it does, mm. it breaks it breaks a barrier that is very difficult to do unless you're doing face to face, and that is you mm. can through video you can show your sense of personality, your humanness, if that's an even if that's a word, um, but it can sort of I suppose give people an insight into you know. Who, who is this Philip Twyford guy or Emer Duffy, et cetera? Um, because I suppose for a lot of people, just like public speaking, you know, get in front of a camera and doing a video, you know, like I know yeah. it's a fear of yours, Emer, but I know lots of managing yeah. directors and CEOs who can present to rooms of people, but ask them, listen, can we just do a quick minute, two minute video? It's like, there's like their face goes white and it's like the rabbit in the headlights, <laughs> what? What <laughs> you know, and um, I know, I know. But uh, but I think yeah, I think I think because video has the power to do to bring about so many different emotions. You can educate, you can make people laugh, you can make them cry, 
unfortunately, mm. yes, you can make them angry, but you can also inspire them. And um, mm. and I think, uh, but as as you were saying, Rich, I think it's it's a it's a fabulous way to um, because it's like I suppose for me personally, I would tend to if I read a blog post, I will quicker learn something if that blog was turned into a video. I'm a visual learner, where some people are say, yeah, I'm the same. You too. Yeah, where mm. some other people are better at learning by reading how to do something, if that makes sense. So, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can I give your listeners a quick tip? Yeah, certainly. So um, for the listeners out there that as we're talking about this, you are already getting that anxiety like, oh, my God, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Here's something that you can do. Mm. Uh, get out a piece of paper, get out a pen and write down mm-hmm. 10 to 15 frequently asked questions, the things that people come to you all the time to ask, okay? I'm sure whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you do, you have at least 10 to 15 questions that people ask you every single day, all right? So write down those questions. Now write down how you would answer it in less than two minutes, okay? Mm -hmm. Don't give them the, the long, drawn out, expanded answer. Just give them the clear, concise, two-minute answer, okay? So now you have a list of 10 to 15 questions and you have um, a couple clear and concise answers that you can say in two minutes or less. Well, right there Mm -hmm. is, is a video. You have 10 to 15 videos right there that you can deliver. And all you do is address, hey, folks, uh, Rich Perry here, and a frequently asked question that I get is blah, blah, blah. You ask the question right there, mm-hmm. let people know what it is that they're tuning into, and mm-hmm. then you give them that 60-second answer or that you know 90-second answer right there. It's a quick two-minute video that you can do. You don't need to ramble on. You don't need to make a 5, 10, 20-minute video. Two-minute video right there. And if you're on Instagram, you know that Instagram caps you at 60 seconds. So right there is a great opportunity to start building your authority. Mm. And you don't have to feel that pressure of, oh, my God, what am I going to say? Because that's actually a really good idea because, yeah, because most people would have maybe on their website, you know, they're frequently asked questions. I think that's actually a really, really good way because that way you're going to be less nervous and you're going to be more focused. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Totally agree. Like it's a, it's a great tip, Rich. And like, if you expand that out mm. into say a, a small, medium or large organization where they have a sales force and if, what are we going to talk about? Mm. You know, the nuggets by talking with your sales team who are out meeting clients face to face, you know, what problems are they telling mm-hmm. you about, uh, oh, we can't do this or because I know sure like YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world after Google. Mm-hmm. And if you, yeah. you know how to change X, Y, Z. If you put that in, you'd be surprised. Wow, look at all. Here's all people who've put out a video about that. Yeah. Can you make it yeah. better? Of course you can. Um, can you so, make it better, Phil? <laughs> well, well, me personally, no. But maybe with Rich's help, I could probably, I could rule the world, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think it could be a conversation yeah. after this, you know. Um, but but Rich actually that leads on nicely to this next question because um, on your website you mentioned how communication is an entrepreneur's most valuable currency would you like to talk us through 
what you mean by that and where maybe businesses and leaders are, are going wrong with communication and seeing it as a valuable currency? It's, it's exactly as we've been discussing throughout our entire interview today. It's, it's building that relationship. And, you know, it's, it's how you're communicating and sharing your expertise, your knowledge, your insights with the people that are looking to you. Um, everyone is an entrepreneur these days, you know, everyone's got a side business. Everyone's got a side hustle. Everyone is an expert in this or an expert in that. And that's a great thing. Uh, so how are you differentiating yourself between all the other people just like you? What are you doing to communicate your message with that audience and build that no like, and trust factor that we discussed a moment ago? That's why it's so valuable. That's why it's so much of a valuable currency with your audience, because that's how you're going to build your network. That's how you're going to bring in those customers. That's how you're going to keep those customers as loyal fans and keep them coming back uh, and loving who you are and what it is that you do. And so that they can become advocates of your brand and of your product and of your service. It's communicating that message that's so important and building that personal relationship through communication uh, that's so valuable and and it needs to be at the forefront of every business. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I I think, I'm sure you probably have seen this kind of this issue from your own experience, uh, Rich, is that sometimes businesses kind of blur the lines between, say, valuable communication and that is just purely a hundred percent sale, 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 buy mm. this, buy it now, da, 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 as opposed to, I suppose there is a conventional sort of kind of wisdom that it kind of from the content point, 80, 20 to a certain, so 80% is, is trying to give, share, mm-hmm. answer pain points, give value. And then maybe 20% is sales driven. W- would that be, would that be a fair point that's, you need to find that balance. It can't just be using communication just to sell, sell, sell all the time. Absolutely. And, you know, people can smell you. They can smell you coming when you're mm. constantly just trying to up the sale. If you're constantly just saying, hey, buy this, buy this, buy this. Yeah. Um, you know, whether they're sliding through your DMs or they're in your inbox and it's always about buy this, buy this, buy this. And there's, they're not really communicating, building that relationship and not providing value. Like you said, just a second ago, people, people are smart, people are wise and, and they're getting um, keen to realize who the uh, true servants are, who the true people are out there that are genuinely interested in helping and who are the people out there that are just trying to make a buck at any, at any cost. Yeah, I think it's so, very, it's, it's very. So simple. communication is key, isn't that what they say? That's it. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Um, I was going to say, you know, we're all um, business owners here ourselves, and um, especially at this time with COVID and everything, and it can be quite challenging. Rich, you know, you have good days and you have bad days. Um, you co-wrote that uh, bankroll your mindset with Lawrence Pipkin, which aims to help um, people master their mindset which can be a challenge. So um, with working with you, say they would develop the attitude for success and 
been able to ramp up um, performance to get results they actually want and deserve because you work very hard sometimes and you wonder will I ever get there you know um, can you tell us about the book um, why you wrote it and maybe why mastery mindset is so so important definitely um, so yeah we we wrote that book and it's uh, all about you know transforming your mind and, and reprogramming mm. your mind um, to think successfully, to, um, you know, 2020 was challenging for all of us. And what are we doing to mm. properly prepare for putting your best foot forward every single day? And, and mindset is key. Mm. And, um, you know, what are some things that we can do ourselves to reprogram the mind, to think like a champion, to, you know, get out out there every single day and play 100% in the game of life. Um, so, you know, we put together mm -hmm. this book and uh, the, the first section is all about gaining clarity, gaining awareness of self and what it is that you want in life. Uh, the second section is all about uh, achieving that laser focus and really honing in on your goals and the things that you need to do to limit distractions. Um, mm -hmm. The next area we talk about, uh, you know, gaining, uh, achieving mastery. And, and that's all about just uh, repetition and practice and making what's good, great, and what's making great, masterful. Um, then we talk about uh, gaining control of self and, you know, knowing who you are and, and the things that you want in life and, and gaining responsibility and accountability and holding yourself true to getting what you want in business and family life and your social life. Mm -hmm. um, so we just put together a, it's kind of like a coaching program in a book. We give you guys, uh, we give uh, exercises and it's, oh, great. Um, you know, it really takes the person through the entire program and gives you the exercises along the way. So you can start seeing those results. It's not just a bunch of theory and words thrown down on pages. Um, every every lesson has an has an exercise, so you can start incorporating it into your day to day life. So it could be like your little little handbook. Yeah, you know yeah. your go to. Um, you know, it, can you like dip in and dip out of it? Um, uh, do you have to start and go from the start and work your way through, or you know, there'll be certain days you're not having a good day, and you kind of think, I'm going to go check that chapter out. Can you do that? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we encourage the person to start from the beginning, obviously, because a lot of mm -hmm. the lessons build on previous lessons. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. uh, but what I would suggest is that, uh, the listener, the reader, it, once you've gone through the book the first time, then you can absolutely, Hey, you know what, uh, what was that thing that Lawrence said about that? Okay, now you can go back to those individual sections, individual chapters, and really focus in on that particular exercise. Uh, so the first time, you probably want to read it straight through, um, just because a lot of the mm -hmm. lessons do build on each other. Um, but certainly as a reference point later on, go back to that individual chapter, that individual exercise, and really master mm -hmm. it in your life. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get a big, big highlighter. 
<laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That's great because sometimes you get a book and, and you think, you know, oh, I have to continuously read through the whole thing two or three times. As you say, read through it the first time and then pick out the key aspects that will help you as an individual. Absolutely. And I think that, I think I think it's kind of getting to grips with your mindset, especially with the added pressure that mm. COVID has put on businesses is, is so key because I think more so than yeah. ever, I think business owners need to celebrate the little wins that they have. You know, um, oh, we managed to launch our first e-commerce store or we've launched our Facebook page. Yeah. And not just see it as a task. Or you've got a... Or you've been able to, uh, say, for example, if you're um, trying to get your products out there online, um, you know, having an Instagram shop and Facebook mm. shop, yeah, exactly. connect it all properly and you go, that was a win for me and I got that done. So, again, yeah. it's all getting yourself focused, you know. Absolutely. Um, now, Rich, you are a master coach of NLP, which hopefully I got this right. It stands for Neuro Linguistic programming because i remember first coming across this when i was reading a few of tony robbins's uh, success mindset books and the whole area of modeling and all of that and uh, but for if there's business owners and entrepreneurs who are listening to us today who maybe have never heard of nlp would you be able to just kind of give us a, a bit of insight into what it is and how you believe it can help businesses in achieving results great so it's it's really just a fancy word of saying using communication to get the results that you want uh whether we're talking about uh in the healing world you know how can you utilize language to create those changes in a person's uh brain and how they think and thinking patterns and things like that or in the business world how are you able to communicate with your audience to get the best result possible so it's it's really about utilizing language, utilizing communication to get those desired results. And I suppose, you know, when you're using language, you're, you're obviously trying to drill down to kind of, I suppose, craft a language and a communication that will essentially create a positive response with your, with your audience as opposed to you just kind of creating a message that you feel fulfills your ego rather than actually will have any relevance to your audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all about, like you said, creating the language that is going to have the best result um, for all people. So it's that win-win versus how can I get one up on this guy or gal? Yeah. Um, it, it's a lot of ecology in there and, and helping that person to have the best results possible. Yeah, because it's, it's interesting, like an area that you, you've been very much looking at, Emer, was the whole role of, you know, customer service on social media. And I suppose mm, by listening yeah. to feedback that customers are giving you, you, you begin to understand how they speak mm -hmm. and what their problems are. So then you can craft your communications accordingly. Yeah, definitely. A lot of um, businesses out there just seem to kind of get it wrong because they don't actually take on board. You know, there somebody could be, um, you know, uh, annoyed and feel that no one's listening to them. And then that becomes a heated debate and trying to get away from that and making sure that the person understands that you're taking on board their opinion. You understand you're trying to communicate back in a, in a, uh, a way that will uh, speak to your your customer or your audience um, it, it's a, it can be a minefield no mm. pun intended but yeah. um, I think again as Rich was saying it's like 
understand who your customer is and understand the way that they speak. Um, and then you can communicate back in an, an efficient way. Would I be right, Rich? Definitely, definitely. And, you know, um, I heard it in an audiobook that I'm listening to right now. A lot of people are focused on hearing their customers as opposed to actually listening to their customers. Um, mm-hmm. Because you, you can hear words coming out, you can hear their grievance, but are you truly listening and trying to empathize and trying to work together to solve that issue, like you said a moment ago, Emer, to make them, uh, let them know that, that you are listening to them and you, you care about their concerns and you're going mm-hmm. to work with them to address yeah. those problems. Um, and that's a, that's a, that's very, that's key. That's key in business, um, across the board. So it's, it's very important to listen to those customers, not just hear them, but actually listen to them and work with them to solve that issue. Yeah. I think that's a, I, I think that's a real key takeaway from this episode is that, you know, listening is every bit part of the communication strategy because, you know, there's so many businesses, I think, get wrapped up in the whole ethos of process. We've ticked that box. That complaint has been dealt with. Mm. That's another tick. But we, as you said, we've heard the complaint. We've given them a new, a new box or a new satellite dish or, or a new sink. Mm. But we haven't really listened to the complaint. It was beyond yeah. the physical products. It was the whole experience. I think that's, that's, that's critical. Yeah, I mean, uh, we could listen to uh, Rich here all day because he's got so much um, knowledge and experience in regard Absolutely. to this. Um, talking of which, um, Rich, what, do you have any new projects or updates you'd like to share with us? Um, and also, where would you like people to go find out more about you? Fantastic question. So go to richperry.com, right there, richperry.com. <laughs> Uh, and didn't then, see that coming, Rich. Did not see that coming. No, no, no. And he's everywhere on social media. Take it from me. He is yeah. so consistent. Um, he, you're, you're fantastic, Rich. Doing, you know, you're everywhere. It's great. Yeah. You know. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Um, all the good places. All the good places to be. Um, so my website is richperry.com. Um, but. I couldn't secure that URL for social media handles. So for that reason, for branding purposes on social media, it's Coach Rich Perry. That way I can keep it consistent across all channels. So social media is Coach Rich Perry across all channels. Um, Website is straight up just richperry.com. I'm looking at releasing two new books uh, this spring. And um, yeah, I'd love to, you know, listen uh you know communicate with the uh the good listeners out there so find me on social media shoot me a message say Mm -hmm. hi and i'll definitely respond and it's always me so (laughs) we can have a conversation it's the real rich perry the real rich. yeah (laughs) well definitely when you've launched your new books rich um and if you're doing any promotion on social tag myself and emer we'd be delighted to share the share out the uh, the good news you know so uh so Mm -hmm. wish you every success with those that's that's brilliant thank you um well rich it has been great having you with us today so uh, listen thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom 
Willis? Thank you. Thank you both for having this conversation. And I really enjoyed it. And we're separated by a thousand miles, but it feels like we're right next door. So thank you so much. Pleasure. Oh, sure. Maybe when you're next over in Ireland, you can come and meet us face to face. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the, the points are on me. That's to say. <laughs> and I'll and I'll say Slancha, right? They're definitely on Fantastic. you. They're definitely on yeah. you. <laughs> Way. <laughs> well, I suppose all I have to say now is if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course on the Dublin South FM website. So do please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And all that's left to say is I've been Philip Twyfe, the Curly Marketer. And I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media. And we'll see you again soon for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye.